You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. Welcome to the Hello Sport Podcast, home of unqualified opinion, unwavering bias. Uh, courtesy of the Diamantina Podcast Network. Joined, as always, by my dear friend, Edward Simpson. How are you, Edward? I'm very well. Pleasure to be here, Tom. Pleasure to be here, punters, dribblers, throbbers, howlers, growlers. Prowlers, the world over. Now, Eddie, we are living in a post-proper 12, proper-fucked podcast world. Hmm. So with that means the game's changed. It's changed a little bit. Changed a little bit. Saturday was fun. Huge Saturday. Um, um, you know, went to some weird places. Went to some very weird places. But I it, think that's to be expected when you've you had do, a gutful. A gutful of whiskey and nearly two hours of podcast. You know what I mean? Good luck to... Well, in, a, in a relatively warm room. Very warm room. Lots of biltong. Lots of whiskey. Lots of yarns. Lots of rugby league. Uh, had a hell of a time. Got to quickly say a very big thank you to uh, Zana Murphy who came in. Murph mm. helped us out, helped set us up. Hell of a man, Tom. Great man. Filmed it, got drunk with us, um, and then obviously edited it all together for us as well. So thank you very much. Um, loved it. You know, aside from obviously the whiskey, which tasted great, Eddie. Uh, first time I've really ever ripped into whiskey that hard. I could definitely do that again. You could do a bottle again. Yeah, yeah. I think we kind of did that on our ear. Oh, that was a it was a piece of piss. It wasn't that hard, was it? It was a piece of piss. Um, Not that hard. Not that hard at all. Did no. it in a what eighty minutes of football? Eighty minutes of rugby league football. Eddie grueling eighty minutes of rugby league football. And we were. I wasn't going hell for leather. We still went out afterwards. We went and had a lovely dinner with our girlfriends. And held it together? Held it together. Don't remember a lot of it. No, I don't remember a lot of it. I know where I was, but I mean, you lost your sunglasses. Found them. Where were they? They were in the jacket I was wearing. So Biltong as well? No, Biltong. Now, the Biltong has gone missing, um, and I'm starting to suspect now that I've found my sunnies that the housemates may have... But I'm surprised I didn't say anything. Well... The biltong's also gone missing from the studio and no one said anything when I asked. Everyone went very quiet. And I'm like, where's that biltong? Very quiet. Yeah. It's delicious biltong. I mean, look, the biltong speaks for itself. Bareback biltong. Uh, do your own research. Barebackbiltong.com if you want to. Ships nationwide. Glorious. This isn't even the live read. This is just us. It's fucking delicious. That's all I'm going to say. It's really delicious. That's all I'm going to say. You can't blame a man for stealing bareback built on. But we had a lot of fun on Saturday, Tom, and I, a lot of fun. Uh, obviously, it was a big win for a club needing a big win. For a famous club. For a famous club that deals exclusively in rings, a big win wasn't going to be far away. Beers, got babes, that, rings, and glory. Got that in spades on Saturday. Yeah. Absolute spades. And funnily enough, Tom... Puts Manly right back into the thick of things. Top eight work. Title contention. If you're in the eight after round three, historically, can go on with it. Finals football, not beyond the realms of possibility. September becomes a distinct possibility if you're getting some work done in the first three rounds. Manly's done that. Now, we did mention this in the uh, Proper Fuck podcast. Mm. Certainly not having beers never, Brendan Elliott, in the uh, not in the side was a big help for Manly, but more than that, having the uh, generational player that is Tommy Turbo Trebojevic back in the side, two tries, two try assists, multiple line break assists. Is future immortal too much? He's he's on track. 
he's he's tracking nicely towards mm. future immortal. Don't want to put pressure on the kid. No. But how can you no, not? No, but he knows that. Joey Johns literally said as much on the weekend. Not necessarily the immortal thing, but he said a once-in-a-generation player. Yeah. And it's, to it's, be an immortal, you need to be a once-in-a-generation player. Correct. I mean, coming back from a hamstring injury one, maybe two weeks early, didn't look like he came back from a hamstring injury. Those hamstrings look tippity-top. Look, I think it speaks to his Adonis body, obviously, but mm. also to the uh, the staff that work behind the scenes at Manly. The support some staff. Of the, the support staff. Some of the best resources in the comp, Tom. Yes. Shout so, out to them. <laughs> forgetting our boy Tippity Top. Uh, obviously not going to sit here and badger on about Manly or podcast. That'd be silly. That'd be Just silly. wanted the puncher, puncher and the dribbler to know that Manly's in the top eight. Yes. And with that comes the distinct possibility of more rings. Well, it, it, with that comes expectation, right? It Expectation. With, now that we're in the eight, we've got our eyes on our ninth. That's it. And that ninth being premiership punters, dribblers, for those that support teams that maybe have not amassed a number like that. You might be going, ninth what? Ninth such a large number. What What could you possibly be talking about? Like, oh, we're talking premierships here. Ninth premiership. Des Hasler back. Tommy Turbo, hamstrings of steel. But obviously malleable, stretchable hamstrings because you wouldn't want steel hamstrings in a game that requires... Not in the game of rugby league. But a steely mentality of hamstring rather than literal steel. Yes. Look, literal steel hamstrings not going to get you where you need to get in the sport of rugby league. Um, Just thinking off the top of my head about sports that would require steel hamstrings, yet to come up with one, punters, dribblers, yet to come up with one. Does that mean that there doesn't exist a sport that requires steel hamstrings? Absolutely not. You wanted to talk. You wanted to talk father son comedy. Well, I mean, we're, you know, when it's sort of it's almost a little return to one of our oft, uh, well, our, one of our older segments, fucked and humming. Uh, and for the loyal listener, if you know what fucked and humming is, we you're, you're we salute you. Yeah. We salute you. Um, so we've talked about manly, obviously humming. Um, fucked Eddie. Penrith Panthers for me now the much vaunted and I that again do your own research on the word but much vaunted father-son combination the Cleary combo mm. everyone talking about how big of a deal this is they're getting back together very excited for the season Nathan Cleary played origin Ivan's a gun coach Gun used as a loose term. Yeah, look, let's... There are many types of guns. This yeah. may be a musket. Look, it may be a musket. A, a gun, nonetheless, but but more muskety vibes. I mean, I, I, I'm not going to look at you in the eyes and call you a gun coach if you haven't won anything. No, maybe uh, much... Uh, he's highly touted. 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 Touted as winning rings in the future. Yes. Look, it was... Let's not beat around the bush. It was... When the when the news leaked that Ivan was dogging the Tigers, no surprises there, no. and returning to the foot of the mountains to coach his boy, I mean, people were up and about. People were up and about. Panthers, very excited. Tigers, angry. Yeah. Now, I've got to say this, Eddie. This may sound controversial. And okay. obviously, we must stress that you and I know very little with which we speak about. With that comes some sort of weight somehow. Mm-hmm. I f- I think Nathan Cleary mm-hmm. is the most overrated halfback in You've the You've said that before. I have said that before. You have said that before. I have. Now, to that I'd say... 
that may be harsh, but I. It's just, harsh. Uh, it's harsh. Who is who is more highly regarded as a halfback? That's that's doing not that is not delivering. That's an interesting. It's an interesting point. Yes, you would say. You could argue Kalen Ponga. He's not a half. Well, he's a ha- he but, also, he, but he's only been there for like three games. He's been there for three games. He came second in the Dally M's last year, and he does do flip shit regularly, right? I'm just saying, you know, he's he's with that with the scenario you just tried to create. He's a half that hasn't done a whole lot. Yes, but that's why they're now switching him back to fullback because Ponga is a we'll get to that generational player. But we'll get back. To, we'll get to that. Um, just but, I, but I hear your point. I hear your point. The, the, the problem is, right, a couple of things. There's reports that Phil Guskell did not even want Ivan back there, almost had Wayne Bennett over the line, and then the uh, football board were like, nah, we're getting Ive. I thought he was the final decision maker. This is Phil. Yes, but he can be overruled by a majority. Because Phil's the director of football. Yeah, but the majority... And he's also a big dick swinger. Oh, yeah. He's got a panther tail. Yeah. Um, But from my understanding, he can be overruled, right? Right. And he had Wayne Bennett... Yeah, I think Paul Kent maybe said this. I don't know. Dior. Apparently, Wayne Bennett over the line to come to Penrith. And then they went, no, we want Ive because we don't want to lose Nath. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Right. But Nate's not that good. Yeah, but look, are you are you honestly saying that Nathan had a shit year last year? No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that I don't see Nate do anything that is that. He is, like, he is, he is also the New South Wales I know, and origin I, halfback. And you know of what? which there's like a pretty legit fucking selection panel. Sure. Freddie, Joey, well, Sterling, Brandy. I don't know what I'm talking about. All I'm saying is. And I mean, they're like. Greats. They're great. Yeah, they're, they're some Tiffany and they've Cup pe- boys. And they've picked him, right? Mm. So I know what you're saying, but I'm also saying that... Are you, are you, are was you... that maybe born out of the necessity to no longer go with Mitch? Of course it was. It was born out of necessity, but all I'm saying is you're sort of... It sounds like you're saying he's no good, full stop. I'm saying I don't think he's that good, full stop. And what I want to know is, Eddie, what happens if Nath continues to play bad, does I have to drop Nath? And how does that work? Has a father ever dropped a son? I don't know. There's been a few father-son combos. And I well, don't I'm, I'm talking specifically in the game of rugby league. I'm no, not no, saying I'm is there any fathers league. out there. I'm talking rugby league. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, Johnny and Marty Lang are the only ones that I can remember right now. But not, Martin Lang was a front rower. Like, not halfback, you're leading the team, I'm Ive, you're Nath. Get our boys around the park. Now, I've got some stats here, some damning ones. Not specifically on Nathan, but Nathan's a part of the stats. The stats, right? So James Malone is also having an absolute Barry Crocker shocker start to the season. Mm-hmm. Okay. He has set up no tries, Maloney. Right. He's forced a lot of uh, dropouts, 11 to be specific, but has a, and he's only produced two line breaks this season, two line break assists. Right. Uh, Cleary, just the one. And as halves, that's they're concerning. That's, that's concerning numbers. But listen to this: out of out of the storm match on the weekend, right? Cleary, Maloney, and Hookers, Sione Katoa, Katoa, and Wade Egan made just nine runs for fifty-seven meters between them. Between them, what's going on there? What? What's going on? Nine there? runs for fifty-seven meters. Two hookers involved in that in those stats. 
and two halves. Two halves, two hookers. Nine runs, I repeat, for 57 metres. Over a, over eighty minutes of rugby league football time. Yeah, it just doesn't it doesn't uh, make for good reading if you're a Penrith fan, of which I'm not, so I don't care. So look, I mean, no one playing particularly well. No, evidenced by the fact they've got absolutely pumped and made about seven hundred unforced errors. So it is unfair. I'm not lumping it all on Nath. But no, 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 I am no. Don't don't lump it all on Nath because it's not all on Nath. No. There's there's other there's other people letting down. The, the clang, so to speak. But I wonder, is is this because Cleary yet to sort of get the boys into a bit of a hum? Yeah. But then you look around and you go, well, Wayne's not having too much of a... He's not he's not struggling real, is he? You know, he has, how long has he had the fucking Rabbitohs for? Fucking no, no time at all. No, not at all. Even Madge Maguire's got the Tigers up and about. That being said, they did just lose to the Dogs. But, you know... They were top of the table they were for the first the time in their for history. The first time in history, you can't turn away from that. Um, look, all I'm saying is, if I was a Penrith fan, which I am not, I'd be a little worried. Now, maybe it's easy for me to say it from my ivory tower, sitting here in the top eight, fucking looking down at all these beta fucks in the bottom eight, going, "Look at these losers." Mm. Maybe that is a bit easy from where I'm sitting. Mm. But them's the breaks, brah. That's where I'm at. So back to back to Ivan potentially having to and look I stress the word potentially having to uh drop nice tap his baby boy on the back and go bra you're you're not up to it yeah how does that go that goes very bad do they go out for brekkie they is live together fun- they live together yes so is it over the brekkie table think so listen mate I've I've been up all night but I've got to make the hard decisions um Look, you're no longer any. You're no longer my son. For this conversation, we aren't related. Yeah. You dropped. Anyway, <laughs> uh, mate, do the dishes. Do the dishes. Don't come to training. Um, think about what you've done. Now, listen. I love my father, but I'd fucking hate to be coached by him. Yeah. See, that's the thing as well. Nathan seemed very stoked about it. Super. Keen. And I was actually thinking. It's funny you bring that up. It's funny you bring that up because when I read that article earlier today. I sat there thinking to myself, we're dynamic though. You know what I mean? Like just if you actually think about it, think about what we're talking about. Your old man coaching you. Now I played, now this might be a weird sort of example, but I played in uh, soccer teams, right? Right. When I'm a young buck where the dad was the coach of one of the players yeah. and it was always from an outsider's perspective looking in a weird sort of dynamic yeah. whereby you know want to be a father but also like you're not quite up to scratch at the moment and it just seemed like a bit of a I'm weird I'm not starting you and then the, the, is you this know, your dad coaching you and he no, didn't no, start no, no, you wasn't, wasn't. playing Dubbo reps no no it wasn't and the son not really performing potentially to to a standard that the father wanted and it just made for uh uneasy watching an, un- an uncomfortable camp yes an uncomfortable camp and look we were young bucks we we're under tens playing for the south Dover wanderers i get it but i still think there's similarities between the, the between the mighty wanderers tom and the penrith Panthers. eddie team culture's team culture at the end of the day and <laughs> if the the the, the, the mighty Dubbo wanderers under tens had uh you know rough club culture because of maybe a fractured father-son relationship you can only assume that if that were extrapolated to say a professional rugby league side like the penrith panthers that the same you're gonna see similarities you're gonna see similarities. human beings are human beings at the end of the day are they not and all I'm saying is, if you're rocking up to work every day with your father next to you, like, would you want to work with your dad? No. Love dad. 
not not my ideal working environment. Especially when but he also, can drop me when but he's also, my boss. No, but it's also, more about that. Does you want your dad? No, no, he's, boss? He's, he's your boss. He's not. He's not your. He's not your co-worker. No, you're not like oi, bra. Like let's, let's go, go get, get a lunch. fucking couple of schooners for lunch. No, talk shit. No, that's dad's, not it. Dad's boss. No, dad's boss, and dad's dad's a bit of a hard ass. Yeah, dad needs results. <laughs> Dad needs results. Dad's job relies on me playing well. There's yeah. a lot of pressure on this family dynamic, and I don't know whether anyone's oh, no, thought but it through. I, I, look, listen to this. Listen to this. A lot of pressure, a lot of pressure on Nathan to perform for Dad, but also like a lot of pressure on Dad to come up with you know the right game plan for for son. That's it. You dad, know, yeah, pressure dad, on both. Dad, well, what about what about if Dad has to rinse your mate? And then it's like, what if dad rinses Jimmy Maloney? And then Nate's like, Jimmy, how you going? He's like, yeah, your dad just fucking rinsed me in front of the whole team. Mm. And you're like, yeah, sorry, he's a cunt, but he's my dad and he's the coach. <laughs> and I don't know how to deal with this now. Now Nate's trying to, you know, operate within the team culture. Are they all talking about me not being good enough, but dad's keeping me playing? And also... How do I bitch about dad to them? Yeah. Also, as if as if after a, uh, a brutal session, if the coach, you know, puts the boys through the ringer... You want to just sit back and relax and go, fuck, that was awful. Fucking cheese clear, you bastard. They can't do that. They can't be, talk everyone's treading on eggshells. Because they can't talk shit about the coach. And listen, everyone needs to be able to vent, right? Oh, and yeah. Oh, venting, to- venting is number one. Now, Eddie, obviously I wasn't around for the uh, the South Dubbo Wanderers, but maybe you could give us some insight here if I could just pick the brains of a former athlete. Now, I'm sure there were times... Uh, at the South Dubbo Wanderers Under 10s training, where you guys would sit around and just want to shit can the coach after well, you've got a, a tough you've, session. Okay, you know what? It, it becomes about whispers. You know what I mean? You when start bagging. Sun, you yeah. start bagging in dark corners. Maybe you maybe while well, you're know, getting a killer python yes, after training exactly, with the boys, exactly. Or maybe on the car ride home. But you've got to be delicate and you've got to be self aware. Yeah. Look, it makes for um, it makes for a very interesting environment. One that becomes quite. Uh, Fractious? Well, yeah, yeah. Opportunity for 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 divisions to 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 sort of start. Yes, yes. yes. To uh, be created. To fester. To manifest. To fester. Yeah. So, with all that in mind, given my past experiences, punters, dribblers, I'm here to tell you. I'm here to tell you right now that if the L's stay, keep rolling out, and you know things start to become desperate at the foot of the mountains. That little relationship there is going to start to become a very toxic toxic little environment, not just for father-son, but for those around to watch it. Now, Punish Dribblers, where else do you get that sort of insight into a team's culture than here, Hello Sport, with Eddie, former Dubbo, under-10s, Wanderers, South Dubbo... What, what, what? South Dubbo, Wanderers, under-10s. South Dubbo, Wanderers, under-10s... Uh, Look, I mean, I'm not going to say Did we win the premiership start. that? Did we win the premiership that year? Yes, we did. Did you contribute? We don't know. Checkbook stuff. Yep. Now. Getting the checkies out. Last week, um, Tom and I picked six of eight on paper. Six of eight on paper. We had Manly as the special. So if you loaded up 13 plus, as I believe we said. We did say that. You'd be ma- you, would, you would have made a lot of money. Now. We said the Broncos. The Broncos had every chance to win that football match, and if they didn't, if they if they actually don't want to win, then there's a, not a whole lot we can do. No. If they if they do everything in their power to, to lose a football match, I don't know what you want. To, what do you want us to do? I kind of want Sportsbet to pay it out. They should have fucking paid that out. They should have paid that out. Sportsbet, if you're listening, pay that bet out. Yeah. Because that's bullshit. And the other one we didn't get on paper. 
was Dogs Tigers. Dogs Tigers. I mean, are you gonna? Are you really gonna put that on us? Are you gonna blame us for Dogs Tigers? Because who the fuck had dogs? No one had dogs. No one had dogs. Which means even if we'd picked the dogs, you would have gone against us most likely. If you, were, so, if you had any fucking clue. Look, I'm still prepared to... Say it was about eight. It was about eight. It wasn't quite eight, but it was about eight last week. Certainly seven. Certainly seven. Certainly seven. Now this week, Tom, Roosters, Broncos at the cricket ground. Roosters. I agree. Warriors, Titans at Mount Smart Stadium. Warriors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, Panthers West Tigers at Penrith at Panthers Stadium. This will be a ripper. And this is I, And when I say ripper, I mean who the fuck knows? Who knows? This is a th- you know, throw a dartboard at a fucking wall and see where it goes. How bad are the how bad are the Panthers? I reckon the Panthers will win it. You reckon they bounce back? I reckon they bounce back. Because I also think the Tigers have played pure shit teams at the start of the year and everyone's in like Tigers, Tigers, and they played a Bulldogs who had like a couple of changes and they shit the bed. Yeah. Panthers got to bound back. I know we've just been absolutely pissing all over them. We've just pissed all over them. I know, but sometimes... Do we back the pissing? Sometimes I or think... Was that, could, or was that... What, is that the, the kick up the arse they needed? That's what I mean. Sometimes we piss all over them and then they get better. So I'd like to maybe give them that shot. Okay. Panthers it is. Now, Manly host the Rabbitohs at Lotto Land 3pm. Always. Always a ripper. When the Rabbitohs go to Brookie... It's, mate, get ready for fireworks mate, and yarn. That's it. And I'll Lock give up you the, your ACLs because Brookie's ready to turn on a serious fucking ground for all you losers out there. And I'll give you the hot tip, Manly, once again, the special. 13 plus, lock yeah. up your ACLs. Uh, North Queensland hosts the Raiders. Interesting. Um, it is interesting because they're kind of a bit all over the shop. I'm going to say the Raiders. Don't mind the Raiders. I'm going to go the Cows. So how do we... Scissors, paper, rock. We should go one, two, three. One, two, three. All right, we're going Raiders. Raiders it is. Eels host Cronulla. This is a tough round They're of pick. fucking this tough round. This is a tough round, round of pick. Uh, Eels, because Moylan and Gallon are out. Like it. Storm host the Dogs. Storm. Knights host the Dragons. Fuck. It's a very, very, very... very now, the Knights need to win, and Pong is going to be back at fullback. Knights at home. Sunday evening, 6.10, need a W. Gareth, Ponga at fullback. Mate, I mean, Ponga, we ruling out man of the match? No. couple of tries. If you want to bump up that multi, Knights to win, Ponga man of the match. So, punters, dribblers, you've got the Roosters, you've got the Warriors, you've got Panthers, you've got Manly, you've got Raiders, you've got the Eels, you've got the Storm, you've got the Knights. A lot of home sides, except one. Oh, really? We don't really care. We don't care. We also we don't. I didn't know which home side. But it I doesn't paying attention to that. I go on fucking uh, field. look rugby league nows. That'll be another eight. Another eight. Get your checkers out, Eddie. Yes, mate. Uh, many things I'm prepared to do bareback. Yeah. Ride a horse. Yep. Make love sometimes. Sometimes. Depending on you know. Well, there are many factors around it, but it happens. Look, you'd rather you'd rather root bareback. Than not. That's the preference, right? That's that's the preference. That's all we're saying. Obviously, safety first, punters, dribblers, but that's the preference. But there's one thing that I will only do bareback, and that's bareback built on, baby. Now, you may have heard the Proper Fuck podcast where basically the entire time you could hear us eating. <laughs> like, it was it was two and a half hours. I'll give you the hot tip. I'll give you the hot tip. Once it hits your lips, 
you cannot put it down until the pack the packet's finished. Now we must let uh, Dallin at Bearback Biltong know if you are listening, you were very generous with the amount you sent to us. It's gone. Now yeah, yeah, it's gone. I realize. No, and, no, and look, look, you guys got overheads. You got things to worry about. And maybe right now isn't the right time for you to send us more because we chances just, are we are going to just fucking eat it all again. Well, we've only just been sent an emergency packet, care package, as it were. Yes. But I will say this, and I just I'm saying this because I want you to feel sorry for me and send me more. Yeah. We had like packets. In the bank, like hidden away, yes. so to speak. Yeah, yeah. So, but they're they're gone now. What? Yeah, what? They, like someone has taken. We've literally been robbed of our bareback biltong, and that is because it's so good. Took two packets home. Everyone's denying it. No one's ever seen it. I'm. I'm. Look, I got home in a fucking state Saturday afternoon after the podcast, but the packets are gone. We and left, we left the, the remaining packets in the studio. Come in. Oh, looking for the bill. The biltong. No one says a fucking word. Not a word. Not a word. Not a single word was said. Eddie, it's not like the biltong has just got up and left. No, bro. That look, I've eaten. I was eating it all Saturday. It doesn't have legs. No, doesn't have legs. The biltong may have had legs. Doesn't have legs. Certainly anymore. comes from a beast that once had legs, but no. But longer. legs are gone. Legs have been removed from the process, from the packaging at yep. least. So those things didn't just wriggle out of their own fucking volition. No. So we're just asking, Dallin, bareback biltong. If you can send more, would be appreciated. But Eddie, just for the punter and the dribbler who are maybe, you know, they've heard about bareback, they want to know a little bit more. Bareback Biltong is made from grass-fed Aussie beef. Uh, They're original and smoked chili flavors, of which are both fucking delicious. They're guaranteed to get you dribbling. Your taste buds are dribbling. And that smoked chili flavor, that's that's no joke, that that smoked chili. That'll put hair in your chest. It'll put hair in your chest, baby. Bearback's very first creation, the original collection, provides the right amount of taste to keep you wanting more. The perfect salt blend coupled with Bearback's secret ingredients allows it to be a huge favor. Now, the cold smoked for six hours, Tom. The cold smoked for six glorious hours. Okay. That's a full day of test cricket. That's a full day of test cricket. And that's how long that bad boy is smoking for, punters, dribblers. Now, using the unique bareback method that's achieved, okay, the smoked chili is the perfect blend of their spiced and smoked collection. Now, if that doesn't get you hot and heavy, then I don't know what will. The simple oaky flavor, punters, dribblers, is heightened by the addition of their secret spices. Now... When it comes to secret spices, you know it's always going to be gorge. You know what I'm talking about? You're never disappointed when you hear something's got a secret spice. All of this combined, Tom, provides a truly rare and delicious flavour. Delivered across Australia, buy it at www.barebackbiltong.com.au. Send more. Send more Biltong. Send more Biltong. Send more Biltong. Immediately. I'm not joking. Send more. We have none left. Send more. Uh, Eddie, so... I know that we spoke last or last week, week before, about the blood rushing back to the Australian one-day penis. Were we wrong? No, it is now a fully, almost fully erect penis right it's now. It's not fully erect, not but fully I'll give you the erect. hot tip. It's 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 grown. It's not far off fully erect, though, is what I would say. Like it's it's, you know, it's 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 half a mongrel. It's half a mongrel. It's definitely half a mongrel, right? 
It's half a mongrel. Now we've just abs- we've spanked the the Pakistanis five nil. Absolutely spanked them. Now, got, got into that whitewash work. Yeah, what, we love a whitewash job uh, when we can do it. Now, yeah, just got this some there's some some numbers around this record breaking period that we've been having as mm. an Australian one day side yep. that I'd just like to give to the punter and the dribbler sure. to contextualize the blood into the half mongrel and also some things that they can then go and tell their dribbler mates to make them seem a little bit more qualified in the world of dribbling yeah make sense of course we all we all across Mate, this, I'm across that we across it I'm across it great so not since 2008 has Australia claimed a five-match ODI series clean sweep overseas. Now, I will remind you, punters, dribblers, that that's a long fucking time. And in that period... It's, ten, it's over 10 years. In that period, have won a World Cup, 2015. You remember that? Does anyone remember that? So things are already looking better than then. So we continue. Australia's five... Straight wins over Pakistan. That's right, five punished dribblers. Whitewash stuff. Uh, and also their three consecutive against India. Because yeah. you'll remember in that five-match series, we lost the first two, came back, won the, se- won the final three. In a row. In a row. Under the pump. Under the pump. Bedlam, when the chips were down. Bedlam, blood, mongrels, half mongrels. So that's uh, eight in a row. Uh, never won eight consecutive ODIs in Asia. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Okay, and historically, how do we go in Asia? Not that well. Uh, bed shit stuff. Okay, and yet we've put eight together against legit sides, including India. Second favourites should be, I mean, I don't know why England are first favourites. Yes, they're at home, but they've never won a World Cup. So, so, so I mean, take that into account. Uh, never won a World Cup. Also love to shit the bed. So We're not done, Eddie. No, no, sorry. Sorry, man. No, no, you're right. Please don't apologise. I'm just letting you know that there's even more stat coming here. Okay, cool. Uh, haven't claimed a consecutive ODI wins anywhere overseas since 2007. The 5-0 scoreline was the first Australia claimed in any five-match ODI series since 2013. Aaron Finch's 451 runs at 112 was the most scored by an Australian in a five-match bilateral ODI series. So... What do you think about that? The records, they're a tumbling. Okay, so let's consider the records a tumbling, right? Let's let's consider that. Let's consider that. So records be tumbling. Uh, We've just covered that as extensively as you're likely to find in the world of sports media. And tumbling records. And the tumbling stuff. Now, I want to get to a couple of comments from not a friend of ours. Not a friend of an ours. enemy, almost. Not, not that we have enemies historically. Look, but he's not an enemy, but look, you. When I say his name, you go, yeah, not a friend. Okay, Mickey Arthur. Oh, Mickey Arthur, correct. He ain't a friend. So Mickey, obviously not a friend. Now Mickey, after the stats we've just given you, punters, dribblers, has had the fucking gall to go. Oh, yeah, Australia will be a threat at the World Cup. Yeah, of course we will, bro. We were a threat when we came back from 2-0 against India to get the Bickies away on their home turf against King Coley. That's when we were a threat, motherfucker. That's and when we were a threat before that too. So what? Because we pumped 
insignificant, irrelevant Pakistan 5-0. Like, irrelevant in the scheme of things. Yeah. In, in, in terms of our goals. It's irrelevant in terms of Australia's goals. Goals, which is to win the World Cup. Tumbling records. Like, you know... How dare you come out and go, oh, yeah, 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 I think I think you're now in the mix, right? Get, he's, a little listen condescending for me. Listen Nikki. to his mix. He's like, yeah, final jigsaw, jigsaw parts are coming together nicely. Oh, thanks for that, mate. Looking like a very, very good side. I think they are one of seven teams that can win the World Cup. Oh, you reckon, oh, Mickey? Oh, seven? Mate, I'll give you the hot tip. There's a, there's a lot less than seven that can win this World I'd, Cup, I'd, I would go so far as just that Two. anyone outside. But if, like, there's... I tell you that no one ranked seventh in the world is going to come in and win a World Cup. Unless Australia's ranked seventh, then we will. Of seven teams, what? He, all seven can win? No, That's no, no, what no. I'm saying. No, 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 no. He's no, off no, his no, head. No. You've lost your mind. And to, and to put us in that company... One of seven teams, I think, is ludicrous. You should be saying what you fucking think deep down, Mickey. Yeah, and that's and that's we're now favourites. Absolute favourites. Even if we're not favourites with the bookies, we are favourites nonetheless. You can't put a price on confidence, Eddie, and we are dripping in confidence. And who have we done this with? Who have we done this with, Tom? Without the two fucking arguably the best players in the world. Is this the equivalent of blood doping, but for a team? It's like you take out, you take out, uh, you know, the two best players, get them to get, uh, them, get the team to yeah, yeah. learn to play better. Yeah, even though even though when the chips were down, we weren't winning shit. They were like, learn to win without this, without your arm. It's the equivalent of tying one arm behind a boxer's back. That's what it is. And if you can get, win with one arm, bro. Imagine when we then give you the other arm and back. Guess when we're giving you the one arm back? When you're going into the championship rounds. Like, I need you to I need you to answer to ask me a question. Ask me how many times Nathan Lyon and. Uh, the king of spin, Adam Zampa, batted over in Pakistan. Ask me how many times they batted. How many times did they bat? None. Oh, think about that. Think about that. Think about that. They never faced a nut. Which means our boys are getting into work. Nut. Now, let me just take you through the app. Can I take you through some averages for the Pakistan series? Mm-hmm. Finchy boy, 112. 0.75 average. And I'm pretty sure we gave Finchy Boy a kick up the arse. Of course we gave him a fucking kick up the so arse. So look, this is what happens. This is what happens. Uh, the man they call show, Glenn Maxwell, 64.5. Also been given a kick. Also been given a kick. Uh, Swamp Junior, a surpri- not a surprising, uh, but kick up the arse stuff, 60.66. Kawaji, 50.40. Alex Carey, now, as the keeper, I'd like you to do a little bit more for me, but he's averaging 40. And then, obviously, uh, Handy's Hanscom averaging 30 and probably looking like the most likely to get the... Uh, well, we've got it. Well, two are getting the flick. Well, certainly, you'd, you'd boot Handy out the door. And, I mean, Marsh... Again, by the by, we're dominating. Records, they are a tumbling. Records are in a tumbling. And then uh, the Reverend or the Dark Angel. The Dark Angel, David Warner. Did some, he's been getting into some serious IPL work. Yeah, well, because I mean, he's on the comeback trail. Welcome back. So smudge over in the IPL, just getting some, uh, some overs under their belt, facing some nuts, swallowing some nuts, Eddie. That's right. We've talked about the importance of doing so. Yeah. I mean, every great Australian batsman has had uh, an insatiable appetite for nuts. 
got uh, a 55 ball ton playing for Bangalore, Hyderabad. Do your own research. Do your own research, but an IPL team. Um, smacking the fuck out of it, Eddie. A 50 50 ish ball ton. 50 ish ball ton. Yeah. Think about that. That's fi- that's not many nuts to no, swallow. No, it's not. It's uh, it, He's doing it on minimal nuts uh, and making the most of each one, making each nut count. Things are looking up. Things are looking up. Records, are looking up. they are a tumbling. We wanted to hand out a, a lot. That is correct. We wanted to hand out a lot. And uh, we wanted Tom and I, felt it was appropriate, to give it to Renault. Renault being the motor car. The Formula One team, Renault, and Renault specifically making engines for the Renault Formula One team. Yeah. Get your fucking act together because you've got the biggest hunk in world motorsport. And yes, I may be a little bit biased, but this is... It's a winning smile. It's a winning smile. And this podcast is about unwavering bias. Yes. Okay? Yeah. You've got an absolute hunk, an absolute throbber, an absolute alpha in Ricardo. Could I say a hunk with a trunk? Yes, he's got a yes, he's a hunk with a trunk, Tom. He's got a kickstand. You know that. We know that, right? So I mean Why the, you why are you letting him down? The least Renault could do, Eddie, is give him a car that'll finish. That's it. And he was, he was, in, he was within podium distance. Look, wasn't look, he? look. You can't even give him a car that'll finish the race. And let that's alone, all he's asking. Let for. alone fucking in the mix for some for some silverware. Can't even finish the race. So get your fucking axe together and have a light. He's better off fucking walking. He actually is. And there's no way, in case you don't realize this, Renault, there's no way that he can realistically have a chance of winning and walking. Look. He'd be the first in history to, to win if he was walking. I'll give you the hot tip. No and one's not, done that. And I'm not saying he couldn't do it, but the chances are severely diminished if Danny Ricard's got to walk the race. I don't not know how to say Not to say he's not an elite walker. No, and I don't know what his top speed is at a, at a walk. I'd be guessing. I'd be guessing. And that we're not in the business of guessing. I'm not in the business of guessing. Look, I'm, I'm happy to come back next week with some more concrete numbers and figures for yeah. you. We can nut figures. out the numbers between now and next week, but I'm pretty sure Danny look, Ricard's going to struggle. Look, look, it'd be unlikely. Oh, you'd have to think it's unlikely. Yeah. But at this point, at this point, Tom, he he's better off walking, walking, getting those pins into into some work. Yeah. Now, look, if you're finishing, things are possible. Things are possible. But at the moment, things aren't possible, and it's because Renault letting him down, letting yep. him down in a big, 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 big way. Threw a shitload of money at our boy to leave Red Bull, go to Renault. Be the number one driver, but at the moment, can't be a number one driver if you don't have a car to drive. Get him out of the Betamobile and put him into something. Get him out of that fucking Betamobile immediately. All right, Punish Dribbles, that is the podcast for this week. Uh, another fucking dribble fest. Certainly not as bad as the weekend. No. I think that we were a little bit more constructive there. Less alcohol, equal amounts of dribble. But still fun. Still always had a ball. I'm always good fun. Still had a fucking hoot. At Hello Sport Podcast on Instagram, punters, dribblers. Also, Hello Sport on Facebook. Uh, we are gonna. We dropped a video uh, that we a little video from the um, from the, the the proper fuck podcast on the weekend. We might drop another one. So go to the Facebook page to check that out. They're on the Facebook page. Too long for Instagram. That's why they're on Facebook. That's it. They're too long. Bit extra for you. Um, 
Like, subscribe, five stars. Had some great reviews on the old uh, on the old uh, podcast. Oh, I love the Apple reviews, podcast. punters, dribblers. Fucking hilarious. Keep them coming. Um, so a big influx in, in reviews, which I like. Yes, loved it. But we want more. We always look. We're a glutton for reviews. So send more. Uh, if anyone has heard from Curtly Beal, please get him to reach out to us. I, I, I'm not sure whether we're missing it somewhere, but Curtly Beal, please reach out. Uh, Punish Dribblers love for you to inbox him. Just send, you know, inbox him, screenshot them, send them to us. You know, it could be some things in the works for you. You might get a packet of bareback biltong. You also may not because it tastes so good we might have it. Now, that's all I've got, Eddie. I'm done. Like, I'm wrapped. I'm out. I'm uh, exhausted. Yeah, exhausted. So, until next week, you little fucks. Adieu. Could you two just not talk anymore? <laughs> <laughs>